Happy Tuesday. Why, hello. We're back. We are. It's the 20th of November, and we are back from Cyprus. We are. And we're so happy to be here. We are. We were very happy to be there. Yes, we were. We're very happy to be here. In fact, you know, it's amazing how this works. You know, we're so in love with that nation, and we're so in love with the people there. And we're so in love with this nation, (laughs) this city, and the people here. And so what do you do? You know, you just have a heart that's in more than one place at the same time. And we're grateful to be able to have that. Yeah, you allow both places, each place, to be home. Each place, that's right. Fully home. That's so true. Our heart seems to be in many places, but we're grateful to be home. We had a marvelous nap yesterday that probably will go down in the history books of naps to be remembered. The naps of naps, as they say. Yes, we landed in the morning and (laughs) napped extensively. Yes, we did. So we're all freshed, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Sure. Okay. (laughs) And we did have just such a phenomenal time. We can't put into words just the beauty that is there for us to discover. And uh, Pipeline and Lipton hosted us so amazingly. And it really was a, a time for the nations. And they, they just hosted us with such generosity and such love and such food that we're wondering how we're going to actually have Thanksgiving. Because almost, we're still full. Yeah, we're, we're sort of <laughs> still digesting um, from all of the glorious meals that we ate oh, in the Cyprus, food, yes. yeah, the Greek, the Greek uh, culture, uh, but but really, it's the Cypriot culture. Yes, that's right. That um, that is so inviting to the table, and there's a banqueting table picture there, and we all uh, partook, and it was so lovely having delegates from South Africa and delegates from the United States. And we all got to hug and have a big, big party. So Yeah, and there was this amazing moment um, when we were out in, in Cyprus and met a man and, and got to have an encounter with him. And Cyprus has had <laughs> two sides that are, that are coming together. And True. he was such a picture for us because he was Turkish and he's talking to Pipeline. Um, you know, asking which which side she lives on, and she says, you know, the Greek. But they both I just had this moment of, but we're Cypriot, and there was just this union that came, and and that's just so much what we took away. Mm. I think that we brought back with us is just not that we don't know his heart for unity, but watching it, like we watched this choice for it in so many ways, and and I think also just seeing how much they love their nation. And, you know, it's it's much smaller in size than than our particular nation. And so it can seem daunting to love like that here, but they inspire us to do that, that it's it's not about the size of the land, it's about the size of the love. And so we're we're all inspired and invigorated and invited and a bunch of other Great, yes, great descriptors. Um, We're so in love with that nation, and we're so in love with Bixby. So praise Papa for home, bed, family, dogs, cats, horses, all that good stuff. 
we're here. Now, one of the things that um, we got to do when we were in Cyprus is we got to take communion and we had just some amazing things that Papa began talking to us about. And it's a very, very long and rich story that we'll get to hopefully talk more about as time goes by. Maybe maybe we'll see some of this at Winter Tea. But um, it was just amazing how Papa gave us the picture of the two Shabbat candles, which are remembrance and reconciliation. And <clears throat> he tied this back to each of us remembering what he has spoken over us throughout our life. And isn't it true that, that many of us have had intimate times with Papa where Papa has said things to us that are so um, piercing and so intimate and that they not only describe his love for us individually, but who we are and what we were created to be and do. And this, this complete picture that's, that's always growing and, uh, and expanding into something new that we discover about who we are. And, but some of that is a remembrance because Papa has said these things and it's almost like, it's almost like a treasure that we're stewarding that we have what God has said about us in our own personal intimate time with him. And in some cases, there have been people who have spoken over us, people that have um, heard God and they've been given a daily bread portion, a piece of of who we are, an ICU, and that those uh, portions of who we are are things also that we get to remember. We get to remember what God has said about us. And then the second candle is reconciliation. And this is a journey, a daily bread journey of being reconciled to what God has said over us. And it was so inspiring for us when we were in Cyprus that we wanted to share it with you just for you to know and to see that, um, that reconciliation to what God has spoken over us. And when we took communion, we, we got to uh, partake of his body through the bread and his blood through the wine. And when we did, we prayed together and just asked that we would be reconciled to Jesus in the fullness of, of how we're being reconciled to what God has spoken over us. Because we know that each of us are a portion of his body. We are the body of Christ and so there's a portion of his body that, that is in the things God has spoken over us. We're learning more and more about who Christ truly is through what he's saying over each of us, ourselves, and what he's saying about those that he's surrounded us by. And so each of us are making this picture of who Christ is, who Jesus is. And to get to experience that on a daily basis is such an invitation. And we hope that each of you will take this and really run with it. As you can see, Papa has begun a story, a thread, and he's just growing it for us. That he taught us how when we take the body, we are participating uh, in, the, in the bread. We're, we're participating in the body of Christ. And when we drink the blood... We are receiving the soul, the mind, the will, the emotions of our King Jesus. 
And as we're being reconciled to what God has spoken over us, when we're remembering what God has spoken over us, there's a daily transformation of us, a daily revelation and transformation of us into that portion of the body of Christ that we were created to be. And it's, and it's not just a, a church saying, you know, it's, it's a very living, br- breathing, real manifestation of who he is. Mm-hmm. And there's a great authority, there's a great power, and there's a great truth that comes with this daily journey that we all get to make. And we, we hope with all that we are as, um, as we continue through this new year of all God that all that God is doing, that we would be able to walk this journey every day of the Shabbat candles. And, and even every week as we take, uh, as we, as we participate in Shabbat, in the Sabbath, that we can come together and, uh, and be one with as sons and daughters and remember what God has spoken over us and reconcile to what God has spoken over us. And when we do become that part of Jesus, that part of Christ on earth, and um, wow, what a, what a journey life can be when we begin to see who we are in the context of the body of our King. Yeah, I think I was really discovering as we were, as we were there with people we love so very much, um, there just there aren't words for it. And as we were coming into the week and having a summit, and that can seem very uh, function and form, and it wasn't at all. It was it was all intimate and tender in so many ways. And as we had been flying in, Papa had said this to me. When you summit, you come to the place to see clearly where I need most to be. And, you know, we definitely got to do that in a nation and and seeing that in places we got to go. But I think it was so much of seeing in a greater expanse um, where he needed to be in me, in us, you know, and and so much of it came through those those two Shabbat candles of remembrance and and reconciliation. Um, just so much remembering who he is, who he is to us. And, um, you know, each week when I light our Shabbat candles, I have that just in me, you know, remembrance, reconciliation. And, and so much of the time it's internal. You know, I just light it and it's so natural. It's become so much of who I am. And so to get to share it again and anew was just so poignant in so many ways that I, I probably will speak it out for weeks now. Just and, and that remembrance and that reconciliation will grow and mean something unique with each week's Shabbat. And... And really understanding that those are the two elements. It's like the communion of rest. Those two elements are what bring us to rest. To remember who He is, what He's done, who we are because of that. And and just choose to be so reconciled to those truths that we live it for the next week. We live it each day until we light those candles again. And then there's going to be a new reckoning of it and I think that is such a sacred space just that 
the, the, you know, we have the three R's, reading, writing, and arithmetic, but this is the covenant R's, remembrance and reconciliation, and how powerful they are that um, just even thinking, just remembering that he placed himself in each of us in such unique ways, and then we disperse, we go out, and we're literally carrying the remembrance of God with us, so somebody that doesn't know or doesn't remember can be reconciled to it. But we get to be reconciled first. And um, just this picture that like he disperses his holiness, he disperses his presence, he disperses his character through us, and then we get to reconcile to it in each other. And um, we definitely got to do that the past week, but we're, we, we do it here. We do it through our fellowship and in, in so many ways in our eating together and our talking together and our praying together and it it just feels so um exciting thinking about you know that each week what leads us to rest is what we have seen of him how we've discovered him more that week and ourselves and then that reconciliation that there's more yet to be discovered and to know and um just so thankful for such simple things he's really given us such simple things like lighting a candle and that very act just draws us right to him it's so simple we make it so hard we work so hard we strive so hard but we just it's as easy as lighting a candle and letting yourself be embraced by that light and embracing that light for those two fundamental core aspects of who he is and who he's called us to be and um you know we are coming back into a week that is is marked set apart for thanksgiving though we we want to be thankful every day but i think i've been getting to see this particular holiday here in the u.s through through new eyes through uh, an amazing young woman named Whisper, <laughs> who is here. She and Adir are here for their first Thanksgiving. So they're married, they're here, and uh, but it's her first Thanksgiving, and she is all about it. Like, the girl is all about Thanksgiving, and it is the cooking and the food and the pies, but, but every time she said it, and this was before we left, and then uh, yesterday we were talking about what we'd all be making <laughs> and everything, and she's like... Everything she said was, I'm so thankful to get to make this. I'm so thankful to get to experience this. I'm so, like, she just was giving away the essence of the holiday, really, and his heart. And so I've been, like, so excited um, as I've watched her just, she's so thankful to get to enter in, to experience this. And, uh, and she's also very excited about Black Friday shopping with Axel, but <laughs> but she's actually thankful about it, and, and hopefully she still will be when she gets back, but um, I've just, I felt this excitement and this expectancy of our thanks, just what our thanks really does, and, and I've watched as she's had some pretty big things happen, which are her story, but I actually know with everything in me, it's come from her thankfulness, like I've watched her as they've they've walked through both of them really walked through some you know incredible things just the gratefulness is ever before them and so i just over the past days i've been thinking about some times of great thankfulness in scripture and what 
what a picture they are for us. And I've just become even more and more expectant um, and excited as we come into not just this week and a day set aside, but but the days ahead. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm near bursting. But um, so one of the things I've just come to recognize, I've been thinking of that. Uh, the song, Come Let Us Adore Him, you know, so I know I've had kind of a thread of holiday Christmas songs, but, oh, come let's, let us adore him, and I want to do that this season, like, that is my heart, I feel like that's my covenant for this holiday season as we go, you know, from here through Epiphany, you know, just um, really... I feel like that's what I get to fill. Like, that's the space I get to fill. And so what does that mean to adore Him? Like, what does that actually mean? And He said, when you give thanks with your whole heart, you adore me. And so that's kind of where I'm at. So I was just thinking of just kind of meditating on some of the people who I feel like did that in, in our story. And one was Hannah. You know, here she is, one of two wives, you know, which is just painful. <laughs> you know, when I think of that whole part of history, I'm just like, that just hurts even now, like, to think of that. But So she's one of two wives, and she's barren. The other wife is just having children, and she's taunting her, you know. So this other woman, uh, Panina, is just taunting her regularly, like daily, and so Hannah is just has this opportunity to be um, immensely miserable, you know, just as miserable as a person can be. But she goes to the temple and she prayed so fervently for a child and, and so much so that Eli comes in and he thinks she's drunk. And, um, and so in this interchange with the Lord, she says, I'll give this child back to you. And I don't know of much greater thanks than what he gives us, what we wait with him, you know, for to actually offer it back to him fully. That once he's entrusted it to us, that we we say we can't have this without trusting it to you and give it back fully. And so she did that. So her her thankfulness wasn't just. You know, I'm often, I really am purpose to thank him for everything. And there's so much to thank him for. I'm going through a day and he does some phenomenal thing. And I'm on my way already to the next thing because that's how the day is. That's the daily bread. And I'm just like, thank you. Thanks. You know, <laughs> I carry on and, and I'm going to, you know, have a, this big Thanksgiving later, you know. And do I always make it to that? Do I always make it to the fullness of my thanks? I don't, I don't think I do yet, but I really want to and so she doesn't just say say thanks for his response to her prayer but she does this act of thankfulness that is becomes absolute adoration I mean you couldn't that was a whole heart thanks like what you just did I give back to you I'm not going to experience any of it without you I I restore this to you for everything you know that you have inside it and so that's it's just amazing. And then I think of David in that battle with Goliath and you know, Goliath tells him all these, you know, graphic gross things he's gonna do to him and and David has this moment of thankfulness where he completely takes his eyes off the enemy. 
and he puts his heart to God, his whole heart. Like it, he had to be without fear and trepidation to do that. He had to be so free of that to be able to have this act of thankfulness that became adoration because he he starts just looking at God and he's telling Goliath, but in this dialogue with God, what's going to happen? Like the interest of everything Goliath just said is going to come to him, is going to come to Goliath. And he just starts talking about who God is to him. He just remembers and reconciles in this moment. And he is so full of gratitude to get to be where he is in that moment that his eyes aren't on the enemy. I mean, think of that. If we really purposed ourselves to that kind of thing. Like, I know this is an intense situation. I know it feels like I'm surrounded and everything is bigger than me. But do you know what? I am so grateful to be the one you asked to be here in this moment to slay this giant because you wouldn't have put me here unless the giant was going down. And that's David. He's like, thank you for letting it be me. And he just, he goes from, you know, the interest return to Goliath to, you know, just praising God. And I I have always believed that when he threw that stone, he didn't even look at Goliath. It's just like this toss. He just like, kind of like, oh yeah, let me do this. And it just, you know, angels are carrying it and want them. And then Goliath falls face down in Thanksgiving. He had to go face down, like in this act of praise, even because the atmosphere was so set for it. And uh, and then just the leper, you know, when the ten lepers are calling out to be healed, just crying out to Jesus, and and they're all healed. And only one of them, only one of them came to Jesus and thanked Him for that healing. And so I've been thinking about that too when I experience something and when it's like community, it's just Kahal experience. Do I take the time and thank him personally for what it, how he healed me, how it affected me? Because only this one went back and he's so grateful he threw himself at Jesus' feet that, you know, he was so humbled. What an act of adoration that was. You know, it went from thank you to I adore you and, you know, and this invitation to everyone around us, come, come, let us adore him. Do you see, do you see what he's done? And, and so just, and then Jesus, I mean, you can't have thankfulness without saying his name because, you know, before he did any, you know, before he did things, he thanked God. Before he multiplied the fish and loaves, he thanked God for what they had. He thanked his father. Um, You know, he thanked him for, he thanked God for hearing his prayer for Lazarus, for that resurrecting prayer. So multiplying, resurrecting, he had thanks. He had adoration for his father in this. He thanks him for that. And then he's coming to the cross, and he's at this moment of communion, of fellowship with his disciples. And he thanks God for what's before him. And he doesn't even fully know. He just knows it's God's heart. So just like David was so grateful to be in that that moment that was only a foreshadowing of the giant that Christ would slay, He's thanking him for for what's before me. This is a joy set before me because you've asked it of me. 
and he just adored his father for asking him and wow just that just has to mess you up good you know it just has to mess you up good that you can't oh we can be so ungrateful we can be so entitled instead of just so appreciative unto adoration for what he does and then the last one I just want to read this is is Mary who had quite an invitation to bring this all forth and so this is after she's gone to Elizabeth she's felt um you know the, the baby has moved and all of these things and so she she sings the song and she says praise be Adonai the God of Israel because he has visited and made ransom to liberate his people by, oh, hold on. You know what? I'm reading the wrong thing. <laughs> There's a podcast blooper. But that was good. That was amazing. <clears throat> yeah, I'll read going. that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could have kept going. But I did want to read Mary's song. My soul magnifies Adonai, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, who has taken notice of his servant girl in her humble position. For imagine it. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. The Mighty One has done great things for me. Indeed, His name is holy, and in every generation, He has mercy on those who are in awe of Him. He has performed mighty deeds with His arm, routed the secretly proud, brought down rulers from their thrones, raised up the humble, filled the hungry with good things, but sent the rich away empty. He has taken the part of his servant Israel, mindful of the mercy which he promised to our fathers, to Abraham and his seed forever. And I just, I so love that, that. like she's such a humble, humble girl. And she says, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. And that sounds like such a bold thing, but here's why. Because he has done great things for me. Mm. Oh my goodness, we all have that testimony. He has done such great things for us. And so I hope, like us in the season, you can come to the place to adore Him because that's, that's definitely where we're headed right now. That's right. Thank you, Papa. Mm-hmm. We're in awe. We are. We are. And so I think that's it for us today. Yay! <laughs> Yay! We, uh, we hope a nap is something we can thank him for today. <laughs> we might need another nap before two gather. <laughs> we'll see. See if that happens. But um, we are thankful for all of you. We're thankful that you're with us, that you listen, that you uh, that you share things that you receive from this time that, that really feels so simple to us. Just We're just talking to each other, really. <laughs> we just wake up and... Um, really let him prepare us and, and then come together and discover we're share we have the same topic in our heart or the same expression in our heart and we just get to sit together and and do that and so that's pretty cool. <laughs> and then we just get to share it with you. All the things we're remembering and reconciling we get to share with you. So thank you for letting us. We don't take that for granted. All right. We will talk to you next week.